JD Talking Sports. It is Wednesday, May 27th. Tomorrow, Harris turns 50. So does his sister Stacy turns 50. And very interesting today, I read... God damn it, stop talking. Stop, stop, Shaft. My cousin Hal sent me... Well, he sent me two things. Galveston first had baseball back in 1867. General Abner Doubleday of the U.S. Army brought it to Galveston, and it's been playing since. I thought that was interesting. But he see, I like when people say, we have baseball. You know, Galveston has... We have some great history. And I said, we? But he sent me... There is a brewery in Jersey City called Departed Souls Brewing that made a... that trolls the Astros sign stealing. And the cans are like the Houston Astros. It's called the Trash Can Banger IPA. Four beers for $17. 2017 when they did this. And uh, trying to let know we could improve our efficiencies. They, they use a lot of fears, new approaches, everything we do. Uh, and well, we don't mean to brag, man, but this new beer is like redic- uh, ri- ri- ridiculous. So they do some stuff. So I'm going to try to go there tomorrow and pick up the beers. I think Gumbo Chef would really like these beers. So I might, if Gumbo Chef, I'm going to tell him about these. But they're really cool cans. I might use the cans because I really like these. It's pretty freaking funny, to be honest with you. I think that's going to be my thing for the game today, for the podcast today, the trash can. I just think this is hilarious. Ingenious. And it actually uses two, and also they, what did they, it's, wait, yeah, it's brewed with a two, 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 2017 grams per barrel of Galaxy and Strata hops. I know nothing about beers, but they made sure to include stuff with the whole thing. But I, yeah, 17.44 pack, get it, 2017. Departed Souls also made the trash can banger IPA using 2007, yeah, I love that, 2017 grams. So even though they're probably going to get a break this season, the Astros, it still all came to fruition. I thought that was pretty interesting. Now, I saw the 2014 playoff format for the NHL, so they're basically going right to the playoffs. So that means the Rangers, Rangers are in, Islanders are in, the Devils are out. And uh, Mike, uh, Mike uh, Silski, the guy I've been following uh, out of uh, Philly, he is writing a book about Kobe coming in next year, about Kobe's years growing up before he went pro in, in Lower Marion and everything. So I'm going to excited to read that. So Gary Bettman announced that Tuesday the 24 teams will return if it were medically cleared for a unique playoff tournament in two hub cities. Training camps would resume no earlier than July 1st, and the season would conclude with the presentation of the Stanley Cup in the early autumn. So the regular season declared complete a detailed testing and safety protocols for what is termed phase two voluntary practices at team facilities that would begin in early june if local shutdown ordinances have been lifted one one city that will host the east won't host the west will include chosen from chicago columbus ohio dallas edmonton alberta las vegas los angeles minneapolis st paul pittsburgh and toronto batman did not say whether fans would be allowed to attend the games which would be broadcast on television so the teams would be allowed to bring back 50 employees, including players, coaches, medical staff, and club officials. Which I, I like all this. All of which will be tested for the coronavirus throughout the process. Expanding the field from 24 to 16, the teams qualified based on their points percentage at the time of the season. Which at the time the season is suspended, the top four teams in each conference will receive a first-round bye. They are Boston, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Capitals, and the Flyers in the East. And in the West, the Blues, defending, defending uh, Stanley Cup champs, the Colorado Avalanche. 
the Vegas Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars in the West. During the first round, those teams will play a conference-based round-robin, three games each, determine their seedings one to one through four. The reigning 16 teams will commence best of five to determine which eight of them will advance to the second round. They haven't decided whether the second round will be best of five or best of seven with the, the league and the players' union, and that the two factions were still discussing whether to reseed after the rounds to maintain a bracket-style format. Conference finals and the Stanley Cup finals will be best of seven as usual, most likely to be played in the two hub cities. Amendment said that if conditions change, the venues might too. So the Devils, the Sabres, the Ducks, the Kings, the Sharks, the Senators, and the Red Wings did, did not qualify. Their seasons ended immediately after, you know, so. Each with a dozen or so games unplayed, and they'll be entered into the draft lottery along with the eight teams that lose in the first round. Now Rangers, who would have been eliminated from the playoffs in the traditional 16-team format, the plan that provides new life, they're the number 11 seed, so the Rangers will play the number 6 Hurricanes in the first round, and the number 7 Islanders will play the number 10 Florida Panthers. I think, I'm, I'm okay with it. Listen, I think it's pretty freaking cool. Um, um, you know what? And I, I agree that this could be very exciting. It could be very exciting hockey. Better than the, you know, I mean, you got 24 teams, the top four teams get buys, and then they do a receding among themselves. And play, nothing beats NHL playoff hockey, and Michigan has to be excited because we're going to see some playoff hockey, which is going to be good. And I was running, Bumbles loves this guy, Clay Travis. So Clay Travis posted the thing about Major League Baseball. He said, Major League Baseball looks utterly incompetent right now with 40 million unemployed across the country. If millionaires and billionaires can't get this season worked out, millions of fans won't ever come back. It will be 90, 1994 on steroids. It's like, do you want to play or not? It's less games, everyone makes less money. So you want to work, work this year or, or not? I mean, I, I, I think the owners are, compl- oh, we're going to lose so much money. Well, is it between playing and losing money or not playing at all? And I always feel like it's better to play the games than not play the games because you don't want to lose a whole entire season. And I don't think any players want to lose a season. But this whole sliding scale and the money drop for the top players to go from $30 million to $6 million has to be a better way. I feel like the, figure out the number of games you're going to play and then you prorate everybody's salary. They're not this sliding scale shit. You just prorate the salaries. For the amount of games you play, that's what you get. If it was on a full season, you get your full salary. If it's not a full season, you get this much. That's the way it is. I don't know where they go from this. The sliding scale is not going to work. The players aren't going to sign it. It doesn't matter whatever's happened to the country. Players want to get paid, and the owners want to be greedy. And uh, Joe Flacco said in an interview on Sirius XM NFL Radio on Tuesday, yesterday, that, yeah, I love Michigan Avenue, yesterday, that he doesn't have a timetable to return from neck surgery, per Rick Rich Samini of ESPN, confirms he won't be ready for the season due to April neck surgery, can't speak, can't speak exactly to when I'm going to be ready, but it will not be day one. Yeah, he's still working out mid-September as a projection. So that means he's not going to be available for the beginning of the season, which is good because I don't want him available. His next checkup is in August, and I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not excited to see him. And he's, he signed a one-year $1.5 million deal that could get $4.5 million if he reaches incentives on his contract. I guess we'll see how that works out. And he wants Donald to be healthy and not miss any games, but he missed games last year with the mono. With the mono. You know, listen, I hear it's, it's a third year for him. Baker Mayfield said this is a big year, especially for the rookie contracts. For Donald's, it's a big year. He both, at least Donald has a line, and, you know, he really didn't have weapons. Baker Mayfield had the weapons, so he's no excuses. I know he's had a different coach in every goddamn season, but let's hope uh, Stefanski, uh, Kevin Stefanski can... Uh, Get the shit together, and they can they can get him on the right track. Because I thought I, I expected big things, and after his rookie year, well, too many goddamn they making me feel that too many goddamn commercials. I said, let's get this shit together, let's get it going. 
And I know Rhonda, big Oklahoma fan, so she wants him to succeed. And I think, let, let, it's, you know, it's put up a shut-up time, man. It's a sh- shit or get off the pot. And then I saw this from Mark Cuban about the NBA. He said he would plan, He suggested the plan to the NBA league office that would include all 30 teams playing five to seven regular season games to determine the final, final two playoff seeds. And then before a play-in tournament to determine the final two playoff seeds, he considers a must for all 30 teams to participate in the resumption of the NBA season. Tentative, you know, for, it's probably going to be in Walt Disney World. That's what they're saying because they have to fulfill local TV contracts. The top 10 teams from each conference will qualify, qualify for the postseason. That's what he's saying, Cuban. It'll be received based on record. I'm cool with, with that. There will be two play-in matchups, either single games or best of three, pitting seeds 17 versus 20 and 18. Through, I think it should be one game. I think one game, boom. This is it. The winners would advance to play the 15th and 16th seed for the final spots in the playoff bracket. And the playoffs would then proceed with best of seven series. He said a point... Cuban emphasizes is that all but two teams, the exceptions being the T-Wolves and the Warriors, would have a mathematical possibility of qualifying for postseason under this propo- under pro- his proposal. The Cavs and the Hawks, teams at the bottom of these standings, are four games behind the 10th place Hornets. I'm okay with it. The Mavs are 7th in the West with a 14-27 record, seven games ahead of the 8th place Memphis Gri- Grizzlies. He also acknowledged it would be challenging to schedule all the games required to make his proposal work. He said it's a plan that would best address the league's financial issues and desire for competitive fairness, as well as allowing playoff teams to ramp up for the postseason, hopefully limiting injuries after a long playoff. He is concerned with the reported World Cup-style group stage idea, aside from not including all 30 teams, is that it throws away the value of the whole season. they got to do something. And I know, I'm okay with it. I know they gotta, you want to fulfill those contracts. All this is when this... It opens up. The country opens up. I, you know, I'm talking about stuff that right now is best, 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 best hopes for everybody. Will it happen? I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. And then I was reading this about Jamal Adams. You know, you know, Douglas, the GM, where he is he going to give Adams the type of money that the Bears gave the safety Eddie Eddie Jackson, 14.6 million a year on average, or Washington the safety Landon Collins, 84 million over six years. Simply is imprudent. That's what I was reading in MMQB, and would hamper the rebuild. It could all make for a strange situation where the Jets stand a better chance to improve by trading their best player. That's what they—that's what they're saying. They're saying like that he's—he is an important player, but there are more important players that they have to pay, and that a safety, even though he's a great player, that someone they could to pay that much money to a safety seems kind of seems in the long run, you know, they're going to have to get offensive, they're going to get line, defensive line, and I—I I think Jamal Adams will be playing somewhere else. Someone will pay him that goddamn money. I guess we'll see if that happens. Yeah, and Hal sent me that article about the Galveston, you know, Governor General, I'm sorry, Abner Doubleday found his way to Galveston on November 4th, 1866, as commander of the Army Forces following the Civil War. Never make, never personally made claim to founding baseball, but he was one of the earliest adapters. It was thanks to his post in Galveston that the state's first baseball games would be held on the island and Texas baseball's history would be born. The Galveston Baseball Club was formed in January 1867. The first baseball diamond in Texas was drawn in front of a city hospital on the East End. The club held its first game on February 22, 1867, and the first inter- inter-city match was held on San, I guess it's San Jacinto, not Jacinto, San Jacinto Day of April 21, 1868. The game pitted the Houston Stonewalls against the Galveston Robert E. Lees. The Stonewalls won 35 to two. Pretty cool. 
and uh, Galvestonians had organized a city league made up of teams from local businesses that played a lively schedule of league games throughout the spring. Galveston's diamond became known as the Little Cigar Box. It looked like a turtle when covered with tarps for rain protection. The diminutive size of the diamond allegedly made it easier to make home runs. The Texas League, which included the Galveston Sand Crabs, operated from the late 1900s through the 1920s and included teams from the Lone Star State, Oklahoma, and Louisiana. Drawing inspiration from many of the teams from the early 1900s, community teams like Galveston's own Gulf Coast Sugar, Houston Gamblers, East Boston Hardineros Baseball Club, Texas Playboys Baseball Club, and many more throughout the state still play year-round. That was pretty cool. Now, I know I spoke a little quickly about Jamal Adams, and I think he's a guy you build around, and I think it's a guy you pay, but they're saying that, you know, that they have to build other things they've done. I think you have a commodity right there that is a known commodity. He's been pro bowl. He's gotten better. He's a team leader. He wants to win. I feel like Sam Darnold is still yet to be proven. You got Beckton they just signed. They have a lot of guys. And I know it's rebuilding for the future, but I don't think, I think you build around a Jamal Adams. And I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not agreeing with what they said at MMQB. I really think that that's a guy they should really think twice about that. Yeah, crazy. I just think it's a guy you build around. I just think that's a mistake. It's a huge mistake. And I think that's not the, that's not the way for the Jets to do. I think that's a guy you build around. I think Joey Bumbles would agree with me. And he would say, hey, yeah, don't do it. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Yeah, and will be the, the highest pay cuts, upwards of 60%. Yeah, so so the, basically the, the, the guys, the, the lowest salary, Five sixty three hundred six hundred three thousand would make two hundred sixty two thousand. One million would make four hundred they four hundred and change. Two million make seven hundred thirty six thousand. Five million would make one point six million. Ten million with the sliding scale would make two point nine five. Fifteen million would make four point oh five. Twenty million would make five point one five. Twenty five million would make six oh five. Six point oh five. Thirty million would make six point nine five, and thirty five million would make seven point eight four. I just don't see the. They're not going to go for it. They're not. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't see. Yeah, and John Wall says I'm 110%. I'm healthy. Yeah, okay, dude, if you think so. Okay, you know what? Good. You're healthy. I, I think your time has passed, but good for you. If you think you're healthy, go for it. Keep going. Be strong. And Blake Snell is now signed with Scott Boris. Let's see how that works out. After winning the Cy Young last year, he was 6-8 and eight with, with a 429 ERA while battling multiple injuries and undergoing arthroscopic elbow surgery. He just, listen, he's entitled to his opinion, but he wants to get the money. He is salary for this year, $7 million. He doesn't want to play for $3.5 million. And I think he's willing to set out a year, but he's, yeah. I was like, okay, dude, do what you have to do. So the Yankees, and then I was seeing about the Yankees, they have two player, one player worth 30, two players between 20 and 30. So that's Stanton and Tanaka. Then they have players between, seven players between 10 and 20 million. That's, Jay Happ and Aroldis Chapman leave that list. Four players make it between five and nine point nine million. Three players may make it between one million and four point nine million, and twenty-three players under one million. And the Mets have zero players making thirty million. Two players make it between twenty and thirty million, and four players make it between twenty, ten and twenty million. Seven players make it between five and nine million, and six players make it between one and four point nine million, and twenty-one players make it twenty-one. And you got Cano and Degrom making twenty-four and twenty-three million. They're not gonna be happy with that money. You got uh, Marcus Stroman making twelve million, 
uh, Familia making 11 and Rick Porcello making 10 million. Porcello, 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 I think it's Porcello. I call it Porcello, I like it, it just sounds cooler. You read that stuff with the Yankees and the Mets? Yeah, the sliding scales, it's not gonna work for any of these guys. They're gonna be furious, they're gonna be like, I wanna get, I wanna get my money. And it's making them look like a mockery because you know all the other leagues talking about when they're coming back and they're working for scenarios and out scenarios out the NHL, the NBA, NFL's looking that they're gonna have a full season and the Major League Baseball just doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. And I saw Jedrick Will's new necklace, Grizzly season, this gold, this monstrosity. I'm like, dude. First of all, it's 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 hideous. It's just it's it's atrocious. But you know what? Hey. He, he's entitled to spend his money on what he wants to, and that's what he wants to do. Now, A's are stopping paying minor leaguers. $400, weekly sti- $400 weekly stipend in June, which you, you knew that was going to happen. Watt is saying the start of the NFL season, the uncertainty is the worst. Listen, we're all, you know what, dude, I, I don't feel sorry for you because we all don't know what's going to happen. So I feel like, you know what, dude, you have a job. You have money in the bank. The uncertainty, yeah, how about the rest of us? No, we don't even know when the goddamn city is going to open. Marlins will continue paying minor leaguers through August, longest commitment of any major league baseball team yet, because they don't pay. They all their players are making not making any money, so that makes sense to me. But they're screwing over them. And Redskins have a role for Adrian Peterson. Offensive coordinator Scott Turner says there's a role for AP, even if it's more just first and second down. Guys still can play, and I love that Antonio Brown's working out in his old Raiders helmet, which he complained about profusely when he was with the Raiders and Steelers pants. Dipshit. You, you, you cause your own problems. Your teams are dying to get you freaking to play. And I, I just saw this. So the, the fourth and 15 tweak of the rule, of the onside kick rule, instead of the onside kick, it will only be used in regulation, not in overtime. I'm all right with it. They'll eventually make it in overtime too. But I like the fourth and 15 rule. I think it's a good thing. And tonight, live on Instagram, tonight at 7, Philly Fanatic is going to story time with the Philly Fanatic and Mike and Donna Schmidt. I think that's a pretty... I, I wouldn't mind listening to a little story time. And Momba, Mamba, the, I love this, the magic... Big man says he's gained 28 pounds during quarantine. And let me preface this. A lot of it is muscle, which mean, <laughs> means a lot of it isn't muscle. You gained 28 pounds during quarantine. A lot of it isn't muscle. I think you've been eating a lot. I'd love to see what Mo Mamba looks like with that, without the shirt on. And I told you, Mike Selsky, the Philly sports writer, is publishing Remember His Name, The Rise of Kobe Bryant on Mamba's Early Life. HBO Max is here, which is not going to have everything, but it, the price is out of control. It's just, I'm not paying $14.99 for a freaking service when nothing else is over $10. And most of them are five, between 5 and $7. It's, it's disgusting. It's, it's, it's disgusting. You can't charge that much goddamn money. Come on. Let's be honest here. All right. And Baker says he understands the importance. Yeah, yeah Baker. Yeah, stop doing the fucking commercials. Focus on football. Focus on football. Idiot. And Mac, Mac McClung is going from Georgetown to Texas Tech, which is going to be a good... Listen, Texas Tech went to the final two years ago. They're going to be a good team. And Browns offer Clowney, uh, Jevion Clowney the most, the most aggressive team with him financially. Listen, they get all these guys. We'll see if it all works out in the end. I mean, hey, you know, anything's possible. We'll see how all this works out in the end. But Mr. Mamba, you gained, uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. And the top five candidates, they said for the Knicks, Ewing is home from the hospital. I talked about that yesterday. But the top five candidates for the Knicks. This what? The, who who is this? The New York Knicks appear to set the ball. The Athletics Shams, Sharania, Sh- 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 and Mike Lorconev 
reportedly Wednesday, the new team president is looking to start process in the coming weeks. Yeah, they're going to get rid of Mike Miller, even though I thought he did a good job. The team went 17 and 27. I thought they played well with him. Yeah, so Tom Thibodeau is number one. Kenny Atkinson, oh yeah. Tyron Lue, I don't want him. Darvin Ham, yeah. All right. And David Vanderpool. Spent seven years on Terry Stott's staff in Portland. I was instrumental in the development of Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. Both of them swear by him. He left this last summer to become the associate head coach on Orion Soners with the T-Wolves. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's Thibodeau's job to lose. We'll see how that all works out. All right. Michigan wants to go out and get some air. Let's go get some air. I want to do a show. What's going on here? Wanted to do a show today. Did my show. Okay, last show's trivia question. Okay. Uh, who has scored the most goals against Hendrik Lundqvist? Sidney Crosby and Alex, Alex Ovechkin both scored 24 goals against Henrik, Henrik Lundqvist today. Today's favorite question. Come on, Rock. Help me out here. African-American quarterback set what record in the 2019 season? African-American quarterback set what record in the 2019 season? Okay, now, I wasn't going to get into this because my show is about sports. But what happened to George Floyd in Minneapolis was a disgrace. I don't care what he bounced a check or whatever. I don't know what led him to being pinned on the ground. They said he resisted arrest. But that, you watch that video and something's got to change. Because we live in a, it just seems like every fucking day something's happening. So I leave you all on this note that, you know, can't keep happening. I mean, and now with cameras, nothing, you can't hide anything anymore. So let's clean this shit up. Because everybody should be treated as equals. And it should have always have been that way. And I feel like every time we take a step forward, we take 18 steps back. All right? So everybody have a great day. Peace out. Stay safe. Be healthy. Love you all. And Harris, happy uh, pre-birthday. Rhonda, always thanks for the love. Gumbo Chef, I'll see you tomorrow. And Rock, you just keep talking to me. Let it out. I love you to death. Peace out, everybody. And James, I like the new hairdo. <laughs>